What is going on, movie lovers? Welcome back to another edition of No Content for Old Men. This is the podcast where every week I give you reviews of the latest movies and some streaming suggestions for your weekend. As always, I'm your host, Matt Craig. Thank you so much for listening. And this week, I I know I say this a lot, but I have an absolute treat for you. New movie in theaters everywhere. (laughs) Everything everywhere all at once is the name of it. Uh, It is the best movie I've seen this year. Probably one of the best movies in the past several years. Uh, Absolutely loved it. And I'm going to tell you all about it today. Uh, Then we're going to get into another movie that I love from this year that just hit uh, streaming. So if you missed it in theaters, and I think most of you did, now you'll get a chance to see it. And as always, something old and something to stream. So you guys know the format by now. Uh, I just want to throw in uh, a shout out for the newsletter, which is at mattcraig.substack.com. Or you can get in touch with me on Twitter at Mr. Matt Craig and let me know uh, what you think about this podcast, what I can be doing different, what I can be doing better, and what movies I should be watching uh, for future episodes. So with all of that in mind, let's talk about everything, everywhere, all at once. If there's one thing this year's best movie can wholeheartedly thank Marvel for, it is educating audiences about the multiverse. A word that would have been as nebulous as blockchain as recently as a few years ago now has become commonplace thanks to Marvel mastermind Kevin Feige and a trio of Peter Parkers. But while the comic book industrial complex has implemented its multiverse as a form of copy-paste, and or edit undo functions for its sprawling cinematic money machine, everything everywhere all at once wields the infinite realms of alternate reality to tell perhaps the most poignant story of 2022. This cinematic, dare I say, masterpiece comes courtesy of the directing duo known as Daniels, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, best known to readers of my newsletter and listeners of this podcast as the filmmakers behind Swiss Army Man, a movie I love and recommend incessantly that draws either love or hatred from those who oblige. This movie is their own bizarre, ultra-creative, and chaotic version of a crowd-pleaser, they say, following a seemingly ordinary woman who discovers an ability to access and experience different versions of herself in other lives on a day when all facets of her own life seem to have reached a breaking point. An audit on her business, divorce papers from her husband a visit from a disapproving father, and the introduction of a new girlfriend for her daughter. She's called, almost comically, out of these pedestrian problems into an inner universal war for extinction, using her universe jumping to acquire the skills of other versions of herself, whether it be kung fu movie star or opera singer or chef, in order to defeat a villain who is hoping to destroy all universes by sending them through a black hole in the center of a truly everything bagel if that sounds complicated and a little ridiculous it is or at least it should be but the daniel's special skill set is the ability to use insanely outside the box methods to tell very simple human stories this is the story of a woman searching for meaning in life of wanting to make her life into something uh, significant and the multiverse is a tidy stand-in for the internet our own portal into infinite universes, giving us knowledge of everything going on around the globe at the same time and allowing us to simultaneously claim so many different identities. 
On a given internet day, I might pose as a movie critic in the Twitter universe, a sports writer in the Forbes universe, a soldier in a video game universe, and an international traveler in the kayak universe for flights and hotels I'll never book. Knowledge of all these multiverses, in addition to being exhausting and chaotic, tends to make people cynical. It's actually the entire premise of the show Rick and Morty. A world without limits means a world without consequence. And if the world is so big and chaotic, does anything we do matter? The true villain of this movie, then, turns out to be nihilism. The easiest and most logical thing to do when faced with these feelings of insignificance is to simply give up. The validity of that opinion is never dismissed, but without spoiling the movie, it's clear that the Daniels are softies deep down. The same conclusion can be found in Swiss Army Man on the theme of loneliness. All that headlines adds all that headiness adds depth to what is otherwise a hilarious and action-packed romp with more than a few absolute show-stopping moments. The mix of action, comedy, and heartfelt sentimentality could not have been pulled off by anyone other than Michelle Yeoh in the lead role. She's in the center of almost every frame and absolutely crushes it. The supporting cast is note perfect, all having to play wildly different versions of themselves across universes. And I'm going to butcher these names, but Kei Hui Kwan, Stephanie Su, and James Hong, Jenny Slate, who is hilarious, and especially Jamie Lee Curtis, who absolutely brings the house down as comedic relief. She is electric. The Daniels, by their own admission, are not cinephiles and therefore have little use for the grand cinematic tradition. This movie is as much a product of YouTube, music videos, TikTok, and cartoons as it is any capital F film. That makes it all the more suited to 2022 audiences who are bombarded by differing forms of media in a swirl of information overload chaos on a daily basis. Perhaps that style means this movie won't be for every single person, but without spoiling any more, I'll just say it all amounts to one of the best movies, to not only the best movie of this year, but one of the very best in the past several. It's hard to think of many movies that are so thrilling on the surface and rewarding upon investigation. Seek this movie out, put it on your watch list, and make the extra effort to see it however you can. You won't regret it for a second. Every week I give you something new, something old, and something to stream. This week's something new, I actually just reviewed it a few weeks ago. It's The Worst Person in the World. And I raved over the movie. You can go back and listen to the episode. I raved over this movie in February in my full review. I called it a masterpiece, so I don't have too much to add now. But I realized that this Norwegian rom-com was going to be difficult for most of you all to see in theaters. Well, now it's out for video on-demand rental on Apple and Amazon, so anyone can watch it. It's gut-wrenching and beautiful and clever and insightful and really makes you think and feel and so many other things. So go watch it. And if you need further convincing, you can uh, listen to my full review or read the full review again at macraig.substack.com. This week, something old is movie theaters. Hey, remember those old things? This week, I went to a screening of West Side Story as part of Rooftop Cinema Club, which is a nationwide company hosting outdoor movie screenings on rooftops in select cities. String lights, snack bar, lawn games, the whole nine yards. 
It was fantastic and full on a weeknight. The club's programming includes some new movies, but mostly older classics and people show up in droves. I think this is the future of theatrical movie going. Seeing a movie in a theater is special for two reasons. Yes, the giant screen and expensive sound system can provide an out-of-body experience that caters to the giant blockbuster and superhero movies, but also because of that special feeling of a communal experience. The 50th anniversary re-release of The Godfather, for example, had the highest per-location average of any movie in the country on its opening weekend, and it was either number one or number two in 50% of the theaters where it played and among the top three in all 156 locations. Because people want to watch that movie in a theater with other people. Now, Los Angeles is able to host dozens of screenings each month that feel like unique experiences because of easy access to actors and directors to drop by for intros or Q&A. But any city can replicate that strategy of making a movie screening feel special rather than the 7.10 p.m. showing in Theater 7. This week's Something to Stream is available on both Netflix and Hulu. It's Looper. If you subscribe to this newsletter, chances are you've heard by now the tragic news about Bruce Willis, who announced this week that he was retiring from acting because he has aphasia affecting his mental acuity. There was a much larger story to tell about his last five years, during which he appeared in 22 mostly really bad movies, and reportedly had major cognitive problems on set. But we're here to celebrate Willis, who was the star of more than a few movies that will forever be remembered. Talking about Die Hard and Pulp Fiction, The Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Armageddon, okay, joking about that one, and Ocean's 12, not joking about that one, maybe the greatest greatest cameo of all time. I'd, I'd argue another entry on that list from his late period renaissance is this sci-fi drama, from director Ryan Johnson, who also directed Knives Out and Brick. It's a killer concept for a movie. An assassin from the present, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, gets sent forward in time to unknowingly kill his older self. It's more Gordon-Levitt's movie than Willis's, but Willis definitely harnesses the same appeal that made him an icon. A wry smile, smartass banter, and that everyman action hero charisma. Awesome actor, absolute icon, he will be missed. All right, guys, that is going to do it for this week's show. Thank you so much for listening. Head over to the newsletter where you can check out this week's trailer watch, which is actually not a new movie trailer because there weren't really good ones to choose from. It's a plug for Honest Trailers on YouTube. If you've never heard of them, you're going to want to go check that out. Again, mattcraig.substack.com. Really funny uh, movie content for movie lovers out there like yourself. Uh, Let's talk about next week. Are we talking about Michael Bay's Ambulance? Yeah, probably. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to like it, but I think I'm going to go see it. I heard, you know, it'll be great on the big screen again in a movie theater (laughs) with a communal experience. Um, We are just a couple of weeks away from The Northman, which is out on April 22nd, as well as uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, the Nick Cage movie. Looking forward to both of those here in a couple of weeks. Uh, as we head toward blockbuster season. Uh, Not my favorite time in the movie calendar, but we will roll on week by week, friends. Plenty to talk about. 
every single week. Thank you, as always, so much for listening. Until next Friday, guys, I guess I'll see you at the movies.